Thrill Me. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome to a special Road to Quantumania, the Ant-Man series. I am Zach Hilton. To my right, your left is Review It Rob. Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> um, my my downward facing dog, Mister Wonderful. Hey, hey, God, we're going to get a copyright suit just for that. <laughs> okay, guys. So it's Phase Five. Marvel Phase Five is beginning. The Ant Man series is kicking off this bad boy, and we thought we would do a retrospective kind of go through the past of where ant-man's been and you know what we are feeling for this new movie going forward so i think we just go ahead and start with the original well does anybody have any feelings about ant-man before watching the movie like i know at one point edgar wright was writing directing i guess we could talk about that real quick of like do we think it's a missed opportunity or, you know, have we gotten the best version that we can through the MCU? Wonderful. I ask you. I have always been curious to see what the Edgar Wright version of Ant-Man was. And that's what piqued my curiosity in the first place. Cause honestly it was like, Ant-Man. Okay. Whatever. Oh, right. Paul Rudd. Okay. But you know, interesting choice but so was robert downey jr when it was announced you know like they've okay i'm not like i wasn't one of those people that was like oh my god really they went with the funny guy it was like "Eh, they've 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 made interesting choices it's worked out let's give that a try edgar wright's there this sounds cool when he left i got very nervous because i thought it was just going to be uh you know this plugged into this greater story and not written just right. I, I had fears i had a lot of fears because i'm a big Edgar Wright fan if no right. you don't know that about me uh pretty much i think the guy's a genius with everything he's done so yeah I, I i was hesitant with it i really didn't have high expectations and then i'll get into what my thoughts were after the first film and i'm in a minute but yeah i really yeah. have high expectations it was it was that weird phase of marvel man like they were doing guardians ant-man like it was all these like yeah, this was phase who are two. these people yeah. yeah this is phase two this is post avengers one this is we have our core people this is the first branching out really um of a solo act i know guardians um came out the year before yes yeah. So we did dip our toes in that world. Rob, how about you? Did you know any of the Edgar Wright stuff? I didn't know any of that. I just watched the movie. Actually, I saw his name a couple times in the credits. So I'm like, oh, cool. I, rec- I recognize right. that name. I didn't know he had anything to do with this movie. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was really neat that Marvel kept him on as a either story or producer. Or both, maybe. I think it was um, both. His name came up a couple times. I think it was both. Yeah, I, I definitely think there's probably elements of his movie still in this one, but uh, Peyton Reed came on and he became the director for the movie and Paul Rudd became the star and we got a little movie called Ant-Man. And as you can see ah, here, it's starring... Right, what you did there. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, we, got, we got... <laughs> we got... <laughs> uh, how do you say her name? The Benjamin. Evangeline Lilly. That's the word you say. Um, We also got Michael Douglas, which was a big thing. Michael Pena, who was like, kind. it's really weird because I feel like at that time, Michael Pena was really taking award seasons every time. He was was kind of a big name to grab at this point. Almost not in the same vein. He was kind of the like Terrence Howard spot in this movie, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. Um, Yeah, he just stuck around. Yeah, he stuck around. They actually, next time, maybe. <laughs> he, he knew his spot in the universe and didn't ask for more money. Man, I'm so glad you made that reference, by the way. I'm so yeah. glad you made that reference because I'm going to talk about that later. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. So Ant-Man comes out. Um, Paul Rudd got into that Marvel shape. He's kicking ass. Uh, it's about, you know, um, Penn. I love that we went with the Scott Lang story. Like, 
he's not playing um, Hank Pym, who is the original Ant-Man. We're actually skipping a generation. Like, they could have easily, easily done the Hank Pym story. But I like the fact that we're going with the more funny character, kind of uh, normal guy character, so we can kind of root for him. Um, going into this movie, I was looking forward to it because I was a Paul Rudd guy. And I'll be honest with you, leaving the movie, I was a little bummed out. And I, I'll i say it here. I think Ant-Man for his movies has been put in such a tough spot each time his movie comes out. Like his movie came out in July. The movie previous was Avengers Age of Ultron. Big, huge movie. And like to follow follow it up with a small movie was daring in my opinion and then ant-man and the wasp and we'll get into that movie like it comes in between infinity war and endgame so he's always been put in a weird situation i'm actually thankful that quantum mania is like starting something for once and could lead to bigger things but um I've rewatched Ant-Man and uh, just Ant-Man and it is a good movie. I'm kind of mad at myself that I come around. Gave, look, look, I come, gave this come around, baby. Listen, the first time I saw it, there was like, I was just like, well, I mean, I just feel like it's Iron Man. I just feel like I'm just watching Iron Man. Like uh, yellow jacket is iron monger. Uh, they're doing the same kind of thing. But really, when I got to rewatch it this last time, pre preparing for the new movie, um, it really does have a heart and soul kind of tale. It does feel intimate, which I kind of respect out of it. It, In weird ways, now watching it, I look lesser at it as an Iron Man movie. And, like, comparably, it kind of feels like Shang-Chi. Like... They're both like solid movies on their own and well-added additions to the Marvel franchise. Um, Wendy, have you gone back to watch it uh, preparing or have you? Oh, uh, I, I, I still haven't watched it in preparation yet. I was going mm -hmm. to, I, I, we're going to do them week of, but yeah. I have rewatched Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp so many times. Like, they have they are my comfort. Hey, I want to put on something while I want to just relax and kind of go to sleep. Let's put on Ant-Man and the Wasp, or let's just put on Ant-Man. It's been a while for those. Like, I love re-watching those movies whenever I get a chance. Mm -hmm. Uh, and by the way, you are right with uh the bald villains. Something about the bald villains definitely matches up with Iron Man and uh the first Ant-Man. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, Built it in a cave. But I, so yeah, I've I literally remember seeing that film in theaters. The expectations, kind of like I don't know what this is going to be, but because you're right, it was in a weird position, and again, it, it was just that was a time where marvel was introducing some new characters and we were unsure of the territory what was going to happen kind of like we've been unsure of the territory with a lot of the new characters and where they're going but yeah mm -hmm. I, I i love this film from the first time i saw it i still love this movie it's just you're right there's a heart and soul to it that for me it's it's a family film because what i have loved about the ant-man the all the way through especially in his films is the relationship between him and his daughter. And right. that has me so excited for where we're going in this third film. It has me ready to be crying my eyes out as well. Like, I think this quantum mania is going to be heartbreaking and we're not really prepared for what they're going to do because it is setting up something bigger. Like, I, I don't know if 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 she's gonna die. I don't know if Scott's gonna die. I don't know if if they're just gonna kill off Wasp because she didn't get vaccinated and COVID exists in there. And but either way, like 
<laughs> Get back, kid. You want that yeah. sequel? <laughs> you wanted that spinoff film? There's only one way this. <laughs> Welcome to my house now. <laughs> um, Who would have thought that she yeah. would have been the Terrence Howard? Exactly. <laughs> but oh, but I've always loved that relationship. So. And that's the thing that uh, about it, like Paul Rudd is a, such a good actor that these films gave him good material to mm-hmm. showcase how just how good he is. Mm-hmm. A- and and really, you're right. They're intimate. They're small. They're not Captain America big. They're not Iron Man big. They're 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 small. Like at least in first two, like <laughs> yeah. I, I, Ant Man. Got me in theaters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Well, I do feel like this third one. I think purposefully they're like, no, we we're we're doing an Avenger size movie. Uh, what say you, Rob? Like, what is it? Did you? Okay, we did a short-lived uh, Marvel or mediocre, and the yes. my favorite yeah. thing going into each one was, oh, I never watched this till now. Like, was <laughs> that your? Um, was this? the same thing like did you see ant-man in theater or was this something you've recently seen no no going into this movie at this point i was watching all of the first run uh so it started with avengers avengers was the first marvel movie i saw and then after that going forward i saw all of them in theaters right away um my thoughts first off going into this movie was okay this is a character like the atom because i'm a dc guy you know yeah so i'm like yeah, oh it's yeah. an atom character okay um, so that was my kind of thought going in. Then, of course, Paul Rudd. I loved him since Clueless. You know, Paul Rudd's awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm glad we see it for him. Uh, and then that's all I had going in. Like, Halloween. I didn't really know. Don't forget Halloween. I know he's in Halloween, but I saw him in Clueless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> <Huh. laughs> Some fine things in that one. <laughs> one of the... One of the of seeing him back in Halloween, right? Didn't he have to shoot oh. one of them before? Oh. No, well, he shot he shot Halloween Curse, and then he was asked. Uh, well, he wanted to come back to play Tommy again, but yeah. uh, scheduling he could not. Right, right. right. But, but he yeah, was I mean, highly willing to, which I love about him, and which that's yeah. why everybody loves Paul Rudd. He's just awesome. Man doesn't um, so, say yeah. no to a paycheck. <laughs> no, I mean, who would? Who would? Especially in the movie world. But, you know, watching the movie, I enjoyed it a lot in theaters. I did have a good time with it in theaters. But this okay. second time, I watched it last night. And I, oh. I think we've swapped places because I'm bored during the watching of it. I was just, okay, whatever. Uh, Michael Pena really? came up every now and then. Yeah. Michael Pena was the star of the movie for me. Loved him. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, I love I mean, the friends. T.I. and um, fucking Polka Dot Man. Fucking David DeSmolchin. They're so fun. Yeah, they're fantastic. And I, I love what they did there. And even they do more with that more when we get there. But yeah, just watching mm-hmm. this movie, I'm like, and it reminded me of leaving the theaters. And when Andrew came out, the only thing people really talked about the movie was Michael Pena's, you know, recap scene. Just giving mm-hmm. the story and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. Thomas the Tank. Like, that's all I remember people ever talking about that movie when it was over. Like, they didn't talk about anything else. I'm like, and then they asked me, I'm like, it's fine. And now I'm here. I'm like, if we were still doing that show, I would go mediocre. Interesting. I don't think I need to watch this movie again. Wow. See, it's funny because I think my reverting has come from, in reverting, I mean, going back to like, oh, no, I enjoy this. Because of the, every time we get a new movie, every time we get these characters, we know basically where the story goes. This was one of the first times where I felt like we're just having fun. And we mentioned Edgar at the beginning where he did write a script and they probably used elements. This movie, unlike Wasp, um, also had Adam McKay in the writing credits with Paul Rudd. So I think when they were changing up the script, they were like, we're going to put punch it up. We're going to add some jokes and stuff like that. And I honestly think that benefit this movie, because I was laughing 
nonstop. And I think for a film series like Winter Soldier, which came out a year previously, the Thor movies, there's a lot of seriousnesses. Uh, ser- that's a word, right? Seriousnesses. Um, right. Even when you think of Age of Ultron, where I'm like, there, that movie's dark. Like when you really look at that movie, that movie is dark. And I just feel like this movie hit on all cylinders. Um, I it sucks that uh it didn't turn around for you. Um, but I I again I there was a reason why I had that feeling in the original viewing, why I've been that way. Like I've rewatched this movie leading up to endgame. I did a whole Marvel rewatch and even when I watched it there, I was kind of dreading it, but I still don't think, I think because I watched it solely, like no other Marvel movies. I think because I was able to just sit here, watch Ant-Man, I appreciated it more, but I get that. I understand that. Um, It's the Iron Man. Again, we talked about earlier. I didn't see Iron Man before ever. I watched it recently. This time I watched this movie, and it's like you mentioned earlier, it's very Iron Man-ish. Very, yeah. very Iron Man-ish, especially with yeah. the villain. Not just yeah. talking bald-wise. It seems like they have the same plan, the same idea, the same story. Well, it's the same it's- thing. I'm taking I'm taking your company that makes a lot of money, and I'm going to make a weapon out of it so I can reap my own benefits. Exactly. So I think that's what took me out of it. I, I Again, maybe I'm being harsh. I don't hate it. There's other movies within the MCU that I dislike more than it, but you know, okay. it's I don't know if I need to watch it again. Okay. Well, let's move on uh from there. Let's go into Captain America Civil War. Now, I know it's just the third act in this movie, but in Ant-Man, uh Ant-Man does battle Falcon and gets the upper hand in it, and the post-credit actually leads into Civil War and Falcon mentioning that he knows a guy. So that guy is Ant-Man. And um, in the third act of Civil War, for me personally, at the time, I was just like, this is why I love Paul Rudd. Because Paul Rudd is an ensemble actor. This guy loves playing with everybody. He loves being able to improv, do his own shtick. Like the moment he shows up in Civil War, van opens, Hawkeye's there. He shakes Captain America's hand. He's feeling up. Oh man, I love you. Looks at fucking uh, Scarlet Witch. Oh, I know you too. You're great. Like just how much he wants to be an Avenger, like Spider-Man levels of how Mm -hmm. adorable he is. Um, I loved it. I love that we get the big version of Ant-Man in this movie, and he's taking out people left and right. I also love at the end of the battle, he pops off his helmet, and he's like, does anybody have any orange slices? Like, it's a goddamn wreck soccer game. (laughs) Like, so goddamn good. Wonderful. What say you, of Ant-Man and Civil War. Uh, I think you nailed it. Actually, that's a great comparison with with the Spider-Man because he is Captain America's version of Spider-Man who we get in the third act for Iron Man's team. So we get those two. Oh my God, I, I get to be an Avenger. I'm in the middle of this fight. Wait, why are we all fighting? I don't know, but an Avenger wants me to fight by their side. Yay. Uh, and yeah, he brings so much comedy to that and so much fun. And I think it's a great progression as well. Like you mentioned, at that point now, we we get a new little feature of, oh, he can get big? Whoa, what does that mean? Okay, that ends up playing into the next film as well. And, you know, some some drama towards the end of the movie. So, uh, you know, like it just the great Marvel telling of progressing the character without really fully explaining it to us. But we know that we're going to figure it all out at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he brings so much energy, so much fun. It's it's a nice, it's a it's it's a really good weaving in of all these characters meeting for the first time. Right, right. Rob, uh, Civil War. Any thoughts? 
I, I love him in Civil War. He's the, he's the every person. Like you mentioned there, he's he's us if we were in that situation. Like, oh, Cap wants us on our team? Heck yeah, where do I sign up? Let's go. Let's do this right now. Let's fight. We're fighting who? Uh-oh. Okay, whatever. Let's go. <laughs> you know? It's it's the fun part. and It's the fun aspect of Paul Rudd that shined there. Uh, I loved him. I loved the whole battle scene, the interaction, Spider-Man swinging around him, you know, all that stuff. Like, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed him a lot in that movie. I think it worked because you saw the adorable interaction he had with Falcon before they fought in the last movie and then Going here and building further was a good thing. Rob's gone. I was trying to give Rob his cameraman due. Oh, no. Well, I guess we'll have to wait for him to come That's back. Hysterical. But look at this amazing background of Quantumania. Yeah, that's Quantumania, baby. We're getting into (laughs) it. Um, So tonight, Rob will eventually come back. He's going to be at the bottom now. He's a power bottom. Hey! Uh, (laughs) Power bottom, Rob. There he is, baby. Welcome back. I was calling you cameraman. I was calling you cameraman Rob, and you left me. (laughs) <laughs> i had to fix the camera um, i had to fix the camera real quick that's what happened i get that i get that um so tonight we are going to talk about ant-man and the wasp and we're going to talk about avengers endgame leading up to our road to quantum mania brother wait, 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 wait. we're talking marvel stuff marvel brother all right bye i'm out y'all have fun oh that's why he left dc cut him out <laughs> DC cut Rob faster than Henry Cavill. All right, Uh-oh. let's talk about let's talk about this movie, Ant Man and the Wasp. When I saw this movie, so the basic synopsis: Ant Man's doing Ant Man things because he's in house arrest. Um, yeah. The the Michael Douglas character and Wasp are on the run because the government want them. There's this spooky ghost character that can go between quantum realm and earth that needs to suck some souls or it hurts. And eventually we get, (laughs) eventually we get Michelle Pfeiffer from the quantum realm because that's what, that's what um, Hank Pym's wanted to do all this time. I mean, who wouldn't man? (laughs) Michelle Pfeiffer, man. Right. Um, so that's what we're dealing with. Um, wildly, when I saw this in theaters, I enjoyed it. To to copycat Rob of a previous movie, I just rewatched this to get ready for Quantumania, and I'll be honest, I loathed it. <gasps> like I absolutely positively do not like this movie this movie is one hold on on. hey hey you know what hey you know what you don't have to be on camera i can 100 say this movie was legitimately just for a post-credit scene and so much so we talk about how the last movie was an iron man movie the villain of this movie is an Iron Man villain. What are we doing? So that that being said, that being said, it's a fine watch, but I do feel like the first movie ages significantly way better than this. Wonderful. You have thoughts, please. Please give it to me. The floor is yours. I'm sure sure Rob's got thoughts as well. I, nah, man, like, I get it. This does play into a huge post-credit scene that plays into, you know, um, Endgame. And that's whatever, man. Like, but this film was nestled in between the snap and all of that. And it was a little prequel film and all that stuff. But I, I literally, I think this film is so much fun. I wish we got more with ghosts. I'm kind of upset that they canceled that series, but I really enjoyed this film. It's a fun little heist movie. Uh, the Iron Man thing, dude, honestly, well, if that's the case, then I'm going to go after the second Spider-Man movie and I'm literally going to go after everything they've done (laughs) since, uh, you know, from phase two on, because everything has always linked back to Iron Man. No, but that's not the same. No, 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 no. That's not the same thing. There's a difference between Iron Man 
creating villains like Ultron and stuff like that. But when a villain is literally ripped from one character's storylines to service this character because Ant-Man doesn't have a villain to necessarily... Like, his villain is Yellow Jacket, and that's it. Like, even when you think of Quantumania, like, the villains of this movie aren't Ant-Man villains. They are the universe's villains, which is fine. I have no problem with that. And like, there are characters that have rogue galleries, like Batman, who has 47, Spider-Man, who has 47. But like, to sit here and say that Iron Man is the only one that's had villains is kind of preposterous. No, the fact that his his story has spawned off into everybody's motivation is because of something to do with him. Jake Gyllenhaal's motivation no, no, is no. because I, of this. That's and I know, I know what you're it's saying. They literally pulled, like, they pulled I, somebody legit out of his universe to go see. Right, right. I, I get that, but I'm still saying that I don't, I don't care because everything seems to stem from Iron Man. They've, well, he was they the face of, of the fucking yeah. franchise. That's, that's why I don't. That's why I don't care. That's why I don't care. I'm like, whatever. They gave him an Iron Man, a guy from an Iron Man story. Whatever. Stan Lee was the Ooh. face of the franchise. Damn it! Don't you dismerge yeah, him. Yeah, there we go. Excelsior. Um, but I, I enjoy that little just. It's a nice little romp, a fun little heist film. Everybody wants to get their hands on. You know, and then you got the ghost thing going on. That's why I'm pissed Disney Plus canceled the show because I'm like, oh, there's more. You left yeah, more there is, than I want. Ghost is supposed to be in Thunderbolts. She's gone. No, I think I think that was a rumor that was said, but I think she's still in it. Oh, good, 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 good. It was just idiots on the internet. Yeah, it's just one wanna... of those internet things that's just twinkled okay. off into the world. Okay, good, 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 good. Damn it, I got tricked by fake news. Fake news, unbelievable. Okay, yeah. it, it happened on Twitter. Go figure. It, it was a China balloon. <laughs> China balloon took my ghost away. We could. <laughs> I had to get Tom Cruise on the phone. It's a good thing that I'm good friends with him, Mr. Cruise, and I. Explain to me what y'all are talking about. Explain to me this. Okay. So mm-hmm. you're mad that they pulled a villain. From so, Iron Man. Okay, so I, you got to understand, dude, like if I'm already going into this movie apprehensive, I'm talking about my first viewing. I'm talking yeah. about like after I saw Ant-Man, which did not impress me, they give me an Ant-Man and the Wasp movie where it's like, oh, what is this doing? What What's the point of this? It feels like to me the entire movie is just to get to the post credit scene where Scott Lang gets trapped into the quantum realm so we can get to Endgame. So when they were making this movie, they were like, okay, what can we do? Let's do a hat trick. Boom. We'll do the same movie as before. Boom. We'll use this villain from a different series that isn't an Ant-Man villain. What I'm saying is, is that Ghost in the comic books is a villain to Tony Stark. If you play the Iron Man VR game, the villain of the game is Ghost. So they couldn't even construct a villain for this movie from his own works. But and Kane that's what not Ant-Man's villain, and we're fine with that. Yeah, because that's going to tell a bigger story. Ghost isn't fucking the MCU's Thanos. We're not versing a whole thing. We need someone to lose so someone looks big enough to fight all these motherfuckers. That's not the same idea at all. This individual small story of a film, in my opinion, is that they just wanted to get somewhere really quick so we can put him into something. I don't know why we couldn't just put... We're just trying to make an Ant-Man and Wasp movie to make some money. And that's fine. That's business. That's Disney. That's all they are. But I'm okay not loving this movie because I did not find it funny. I thought they just were doing the same tricks as they did in the first one. It feels like a lesser version of 22 Jump Street. (laughs) It is literally the entire movie is Ice Cube yelling at me, do the same thing. 
And I love that they did the same thing. Why? Because I, I feel like this movie was turned up to eleven. Yeah. But yeah, they're doing the same thing, turned up to eleven. I laughed my ass off during this movie. See, my favorite part about reading this is that Adam McKay and Paul Rudd were not the writers of this movie. They had nothing to do with the script, and that's my issue. This fucking thing just felt so goddamn long, and it's only like two hours. I didn't feel that at all. That's how I felt during the first movie. I, like, I, I enjoyed I, every single second naysay. of this movie. Naysay. Like, I, I naysay this. Like, I'll be honest with you, the scene where the freaking Walton Goggins, which I love him. He said hi to me when I was on Righteous Gemstones. Love that guy forever. Uh, Walton Goggins. Oh, oh. Yeah. Never mind. I'm going to. Devil Reject. Again. Again. No, yeah, yeah, I know, I know yeah. you're talking about. Shield and that yeah. guy. Listen. Listen. Justified. I do not like this movie. There's no way you're going to make me be like, yeah, that's not, fucking Walter cool. Goggins, though. <laughs> Walter Goggins is awesome, all right? Plus, he was in a Rob Zombie movie, so give him that. But yeah, I'm just oh, saying, there's a scene with him where he's interrogating mm -hmm. Michael Pena's character. He's got all of them in there giving the truth serum, laughing right, my right. ass off that whole scene. Yeah, and right. then all of a sudden, when, no, the truth when Ghost... Fun. And then when Ghost uh, freaking appears out of nowhere, okay. I rewound and watched that five times in a row, just laughing my ass off last night. Okay, and I'll give you this. I think Jimmy Woo is funny in this movie. I think that is an adorable fucking setup for him later on. Yeah. I And I love Paul Rudd in the house playing drums, doing card tricks and stuff. Like, all that Larry stuff Fishburne's is awesome. fun to me. Huh? Larry Fishburne's awesome in the movie. Michael Douglas is awesome in the movie. This movie, I get what you're saying. This movie is to get to Endgame. The, the main thing of the movie is to show us the quantum. I get that. That's the whole idea is to show us what the quantum realm is. I don't even think it does that. I think it's like 10 minutes in the quantum realm. It just shows Michael well, Douglas riding in a boat for fucking 15 minutes. I, I think we're, I think we're wrong. The better quantum realm that. movie is called Inner Space with Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. <laughs> I feel like what Rob's saying is like that's it's the setup to oh that's where Paul Rudd's gonna end up right like, in order to survive this like oh you know like they did like the whole like see right, it exists right. there's a way to live in here blah blah blah, blah. right so yes I, I I do agree it is a total setup film but for me it's just a fun fast funny two hours of that's a high school that's why just some fun big players in there and some cool okay. setup for things okay. that eventually have cool payoffs so my question to you are you more are you more going to put on ant-man or ant-man and the wasp ant-man okay. i think ant-man is that's the better standalone film that one mm -hmm. is totally like I'll watch that one, but that one to me is is absolutely a plug. And I'm trying to think of the best ones to compare it to. Mm -hmm. um, in a way, I would say Civil War kind of was that as well, because it was like an Avengers 0.5. You know, oh, that was half. Avengers 2.5. Yeah, like, so Avengers it wasn't, so, like, I know we call it a Captain America film, but I know mm. some people would call it an Iron Man film. Like, well, it's still it should have been called Avengers Civil War from the game. Yeah, but it's yep. totally a setup to get us to them being fractured. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you know, like it, it's just a plug film, but it's a well done. Where I'm like, yeah, I could watch it on its own, but I feel like I right. should be watching some other things to build up to it. Mm -hmm. Like I should yeah. watch the snap, then watch Ant Man and the Wasp, and then watch Endgame. So it, right. I should watch Infinity War like that as a trilogy. Yeah, and honestly, guys, like I don't, I don't, I know you don't hate. Like it. I, I don't hate it. That's the problem. Is like I'm being harsh because I do think this one's sins are a little more deeper than that original one was. Where like even after Avengers, we got like 14 fucking other movies to lead up to the next Avengers. So this movie was literally stuck between the two and I just didn't, Hey, I'll say it like 
the two movies between both Avenger movies are just the setup characters for that Avengers movie. And like, that's just, eh, it just, it boggles my mind. It boggles my mind. Um, let's move on. Well, do you have anything you want to say about Wasp? I feel like I dominated my like vulgarness towards it. So if you guys want to say anything, complimentary like the character like the character was for the movie in general anything in general like i like we were going back and forth about how it was a bad movie or good movie what are some fucking takeaways that were stellar to you don't talk I, at once I, well all right I'll, <laughs> I'll say i i have always enjoyed uh the the chemistry between uh rudd and evangeline uh lily i know some people don't really like her i don't i don't really have an issue with her i think she's a good actress um but i've always liked their chemistry and in that film i thought it was cool to get to see her kick ass Mm -hmm. a little bit uh i know it eventually leads to a moment in in Endgame that you know it's a build up again another build up to this is going to play into an endgame moment but it is still cool to get to see her do her thing Mm-hmm. And then to see them work as the team together is fun. Yeah. Because again, I really like their chemistry. I, I, I like, I like their chemistry in the first film. I like the sexual tension that they bring oh. to sexy people uh, mm. wearing, wearing tight outfits and they can get big and small and small and big. Oh, I mean, geez, just, like, come on, like, <laughs> <laughs> just make sure you don't have to sneeze when you're too small. All right. That's it. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that penis. <laughs> sorry wrong sorry wrong <laughs> wrong show wrong show wrong, wrong comic wrong book universe yeah 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 <laughs> uh but yeah no i i i i dig the wasp and in, in ant-man and the wasp i, I dug her mm. not as the wasp uh mm. but that was a payoff as well because that was a little tease at the end of the first one well it's about right. time you know and right. boom, now it was about time because now she fucking be next time baby uh rob how about you um what were some uh highlights like i know a highlight for me is michelle pfeiffer like that's what's really exciting about quantumania is like oh you're going to be in majority of this movie hopefully um so i am looking forward to that but how about you rob what are what are some great things about the ant-man and the wasp like yeah, I continued. I like the continued uh, connection between the four, the four, you know, bad guys who had did jail time and became friends and now hang out and they're making a business together now. Mm-hmm. So that was cool to see them still working together and making a business. Larry Fishburne, and I'll always call him Larry Fishburne since I saw that as his name in Nightmare on Elm Street. It's always going to be that for me now. Uh, Larry, Larry upsets me, and not in a sense of his interviews promoting this movie upset the fuck out of me. Okay, I did not see those. His his entire thing was like, "Oh, look, I like Marvel because Marvel knows how to do a movie, not unlike those DC guys." And it's like, shut the fuck up! Like two different universes, and your character in Man of Steel and BVS are a hundred times better than this fucking character. That's just a guy to get a person from point A to point B. Shut the fuck up because it makes money. All right, I did it. There you go. I got you. I got you. There That's you fine. Go. There you go. Wonderful's done, but Wonderful did a, a show where he had it was at a panel for the guy from Shang Chi, and he kind of shat on DC as well. So I kind of not liked him so much since I've heard that. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no I, reason. I, I, hey, Kevin Smith says it himself. There's no reason to knock someone down to make yourself bigger. Exactly, man. So yeah, I enjoyed the movie. Now something to talk about is the Yellow Jack is still out there. Y'all know that, right? Oh yeah. Well, it's Modoc. Spoilers. Spoilers for Modoc. Yeah. <laughs> Modoc. Okay. I, I mean, it. I'm just guessing. I'm, I, I've not read or seen anything, but if I was a guessing man, he goes to the quantum realm. He'll end up being Modoc. That's that's what I was gonna say. Is it's it seems like it's gonna be a payoff to the end of the first film because that's yeah. we see him get sucked into the quantum realm. And mm-hmm. now it 
there's there is in we see Modoc in the trailer, and right. it looks like it's it's it looks it's like face. Still's face right crushed into the outfit that he right. was wearing. And I know that apparently apparently Corey still is back. So it's like Yeah, I've read Oh, that if he's, he's back, then who the hell is he? You know. Right. He's right. gonna be Modoc. Like Another plus to kind of like wonderful talk about with the first movie, I'll say with this movie is I love the connection between Maul and the daughter in this movie. Because it was even mm-hmm. more you saw her standing up for him and lying for him when the guys kept barging yeah. into the house to see him and you hear that she wants to work with him, so now we know they're gonna be working together in quantum Mania. I'm like, oh that's cute. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to throw out another positive to this. I love the bromance between his ex-wife's husband. Mm-hmm. And 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 Scott. Oh, between Paul just, and between Paul and them, how he just loves him and is like, oh my god, I love that you're an Avenger. You're so cool. Like, just is in love with him, and he's just like, oh, thanks, man. You know, like, because the first movie, well, like in the first movie, he was very anti Scott. So yeah. Once, once until he saved his life at the end. Yeah, exactly. Once he became that hero, he was like, oh, no, you're good in my eyes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I yeah. do like that it was a complete fucking 180. Yeah. You get this like romance. I'm pretty sure he wants. I'm pretty sure he <laughs> wants him to do his now wife. Like, you guys yeah. did it before. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> it's like that scene in basketball where he comes home and he see not basketball. I'm sorry. Um, Semi pro. City yeah. Pro, where he comes yeah. home and fucking Woody Harrelson's on the couch with her. Like, it's that just same going, exact just keep <laughs> just keep, Act like I'm not here. Freaking Monix, give, give her the Give her the uh, fucking Baskin Robbins, baby. 69 <laughs> flavors. <laughs> um, what right, a weird transition, but also like always, great to see, always great to see Judy Greer in the movie. She's fantastic. Hopefully we'll yeah. see her in a little bit here. I love I love her in the movie. I'm scared. I, well, we'll get into that in in a minute let's talk in game real quick in game is so important to like ant-man in this movie because he really is kind of the thing holding everything together everything about ant-man's world is what's going on in this movie from him coming back into the world and getting everybody together and being like, Oh no, we use this technology, the time travel to do the thing. And then once we get the thing, we use my van to go try to send the glove back and blah, blah, blah. Like Avengers Endgame, in my opinion is the most important Ant-Man movie. Like <laughs> it is all Ant-Man all the time. And he gets like all his bits in, like from when he's eating tacos and the ship comes in and blows it away and stuff like that. Like there's so many like references to him. And then at the end, Wasp comes back and helps and we get the the end scene where it's Wasp and his daughter and they're all chilling and stuff like that. And she's aged five years, obviously. Like this movie to me is my favorite Ant-Man movie. Uh, yeah, it, and it is an Ant-Man movie. It 100%, uh, while it's, while it's Marvel's farewell tour for the original six and it's a rehashing of at times the first Avengers film, but it's doing the first Avengers film the way that apparently they wanted to by getting Ant-Man into it and finding a really clever way to tell a really good Ant-Man story. Dude, his, you, you mentioned the aging up the five-year jump and all of that, his 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 reconnection with Cassie always mm. makes me cry in that film. That is yeah. that was the first moment in that movie where I was like, emotion, like yeah, emotional tears. damage, emotional <laughs> damage. Like, yeah, you're so big. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. Like, oh, by the way, I didn't show this earlier. Oh, we talked yeah, about that movie. Up. And now which one are we on? (laughs) Oh, uh, we are on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Stand by, keep talking. I'll get you something. All right, all right, that's fine. Uh, Welcome to Improper Guidance. (laughs) (laughs) You know it, baby. Yeah, I absolutely do love this film, and you're right. The bits. He did you just quote Back to the Future for time travel? No, like you know, like just 
his every man, which is always what he is. The so excited. Die to hard. Be there. No, that's not yeah, a time traveling no, movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there's so many really memorable. A lot of the memorable moments. There it is. Uh, a lot of the memorable <laughs> moments do come from him in that film. Right. Like they really do come from him, and then and then it's the other things, you know, the deaths and this and that. But it's mm. a lot of Ant Man. And yeah. I love it. I love it. No, you shut up. No, you get <laughs> <Like, laughs> he's a he's a baby, he's an old man, yeah. he's a teenager, and he doesn't know which one pissed his pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Rob? Would you what do you think of this? scenario where we do think Avengers is pretty much Ant-Man with Avengers. I mean, it absolutely is. He is the one that gets everything going in motion. I mean, that was the big question we had leaving Ant-Man the Watchers. How the heck is he going to get out of there? It's a rat. Right. A rat gets him out, but you know, <laughs> he, um, we go from there. <laughs> go there and he shows up at the Avengers facility, right? And then they're like, oh, wait, right. it's others of us alive. We can actually do something now. So yeah, it's, right. it's 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 his whole movie. He sets up. He's the he's the main factor to get them to where they need to. Be. Agreed. Um, I enjoy it. I think I think it's still fucking his top goddamn tier movie. Um, it's so funny that, that we both feel like Civil War and Endgame are the best things of it. I, 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 and I've thought that the entire time. As much as I have turned around on Ant Man one. I really do, and I said it earlier, where I said Paul Rudd works best ensemble. Like, yep. think Anchorman, think 40-Year-Old Virgin, any of these movies, Friends, the show. Like, Lewis. Lewis. Lewis, like Michael Myers and him, who's the talker, you know? Um, <laughs> but I really do, I love this character around other characters, which brings us to this movie we'll talk about, just to prep for us right now. Uh, Wait a minute, Tommy Doyle was married to Laurie Strode's daughter? Wait a minute. I'm out. Yes. Hey, <laughs> did you guys know that Ant Man is in the title of Quantumania? Never knew that. No. Mm -hmm. nope, if no you idea. look at it, it says Ant, Ant Man. You, man. How about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, going into this movie, going with the trailers and stuff, and knowing Kang is going to be the MCU's big bad going forward. I mean, we learned it from Loki or whatever, but like this movie in a different way has so many stakes um, for moving forward. Like some kind of in the same vein of how I look at the Spider-Man trilogy, the like the MCU's version. Like when you look at that first one, it's a very high school film, whatever. Second movie, it's a high school trip, whatever. But this, that third one was like so much into play. All the villains were there. All the Spider-Mans were there. Like there was so much different. And I kind of feel like that's exactly what this movie's doing. How do y'all feel? I Yeah, well, Rob, why don't you go first? Yeah, Rob, go for it, baby. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time going into an Ant-Man movie where I'm feeling some kind of dread. Like, something mm -hmm. just feels like something bad is going to happen in this movie. And all of us are kind of, I don't know about y'all, but it all seems to be, you know, lose Paul Rudd. And it kind of goes back right. to where we're like, okay, they're killing off certain characters. They're going with the younger Avengers now. So it just feels like we're showing his daughter taking over the mantle in this movie is what it's starting to feel like. Right. I'm not expecting a whole lot of characters and all that stuff because that's, you know, what we thought would, uh, what, Doctor Strange and that messed us up. But. I don't. I just think we're getting a setup for Kang and what he's going to do throughout the. Yeah, wonderful. What about you? Do you feel like this? Will this be the first trilogy that ends on a bad note? <laughs> like... I, yeah, that's and that's my that's the thing that I've been kind of torn on is, I feel like I I, I feel the same dread, Rob. Like I do feel that I one hundred percent am like this has the possibility of end ending with like Ant man dying Ant man being left in the quantum realm for good, uh, possibly just killing Cassie because that's something that has happened in the comics. Like, well, you know, like, so, you know, like 
there are a lot of different routes to go. You could kill Hank and, uh, you know, you could kill off Bo, Michelle Pfeiffer and Michelle uh, Pfeiffer. Michael Douglas. Like, you could take out what? Like, there are so many different things that you can do. And I do feel something bad, but you're right. I, I'm trying to grapple how you do that to conclude a trilogy because mm-hmm. with how light those first two Ant-Man films are, how mm-hmm. the hell would you be able to go little heist film, little heist film, and death? Right. Like, And, and plus I feel like there's a place for him post that as being one of the elder, like a him and Ruffalo and um, – being the elder guidance of the Avengers or this younger Avengers team. Right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'm going to put my like guessing cap on. And just from watching the trailer, I really kind of feel like when you watch it, it gives this vibe. I don't think wasp makes it. I think wasps is going to eat the dust. Um, and even in that, there was a point where you see Ant-Man talking to Ant-Man. I'm not convinced that the Ant-Man that catches the beating in the trailer and probably ends up dying is the, like, original Scott Lang. I think this entire movie is going to have a million Paul Rudds. I think there's going to be one that we are kind of growing towards with... um the one we the scott lang that we do know but i think it's going to be that one that eats it so i think between a clone or a different multiverse scott lang dies i think wasp dies maybe the old guys are going to cut it uh depends if bill murray's going to take michelle pfeiffer into a green room um i don't know (laughs) but that all being said, I I think we'll be able to leave on a better note than than what we we kind of feel. Not necessarily a victory note, but almost again, goddamn, a copycat fucking movie. When we left Spider Man in this last movie, it's not a high note. No, but we do leave on a like sense of wonder and adventure going forward so if cassie does join his her dad about being an ant-man and a wasp that's a way to make things okay yeah you're not wrong like i mean how many times has the spider-man comic ended on some form of a death and right. you know they're at some form of cemetery burying somebody and there's a conversation and Fuck you. Every single Sam Raimi Spider-Man ends on a bad note. Exactly. One of them ends happy. Exactly. So it's, it's, there's, there's, you know, why not wrap up a trilogy like that? You could do it with, with, with his death and, but Cassie goes on and is joining like East coast Avengers before they take on evil Avengers, Mm -hmm. um, led Mm -hmm. by Elaine Bennis. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it was all over just wanting sponges back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Idiot. All right. So, um, are we looking forward to Quantum Mania? Is this the most anticipated you've been for a movie for Ant Man? No? Not for an Ant Man? Okay, I don't know. You can have been this way for Ant Man one. I don't know. I don't know. No, Uh, no, no. Each one has each one has piqued my interest more and more. So every time I know he's in something, I get more am because I'm like, it's right. Ant Man. Slap at the base. Slap at the base. Slap at the base. You got played up here when it's fake. You played up here. Yeah, you played up there. All right. All right. So this I mean, is. Our... I mean, the movie's setting up what? The movie's setting up Secret Invasion, maybe? Because that's no, next, right? Uh, Kang, no, Kang Dynasty. That's the yeah. that's the next Avengers one. Okay. I'm just so trying to look Kang... at the schedule. We got Secret Invasion next and then Gardens of the Galaxy. No. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I thought you said um, Secret Wars. Sorry. Um, 
I don't think it's going to set up either of those. I think yeah. I honest to God think we're not going to see Kang by Rob. I don't I guess he didn't like my take. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we see Kang again until uh cameos and mm -hmm. then into um Avengers Kang Dynasty. I think they're now going to play him after this movie how um they Thanos. played Thanos. Yeah. yeah. Like I I feel like that's the route we're going to go. Hey big guy. Agreed. Agreed. I think they're going <laughs> I think they I think they go the Thanos route until yeah. the next film he's in where nothing plays into it but you get like that like there's a, a rumbling of something over here or something like that. Like, you know, right. like, uh, like they did with, um, Namor where it was like, there's something off the, I got my hand raised. I got my okay. hand raised. <laughs> uh, so high we can't say it on stream. You can't uh, say I would actually like for, uh, like, I know we did the, the name that wouldn't be set, whatever he played in fucking Loki. I know he was a little kooky. He who remains. He who remains. I would actually. Like, was in Loki. Yeah. <laughs> I would actually like them to give us a good guy Kang to protect in a movie. So not necessarily like a bad guy, but he's playing a different thing. Like he seems coward or something, something that like could have stakes for leading into it. But I feel like cameos with this Kang, they, fuck, we don't even know if this is the worst Kang. I'm going to assume this. Actually, that's a great point. It could be the Loki one. We don't even know if this is like the one that's going to kill some motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've heard him say there's multiple Kangs on the way. And, you know, so. Yes, he has. What, but at the same time, um, spoilers for the clip. There was a clip that was released. Did anybody watch it? Nope. No, then I'm not going to talk about it. But there was a clip released where you could tell this king has done some shit. So that's all I'll say. Um yeah I mean I I'm heard I heard the part where Michelle Pfeiffer I heard I heard the one trailer where Michelle Pfeiffer drops like the he will destroy all time and oh everything. no no this is a, the the clip that was released it, funny enough this clip was released the day DC announced all their stuff Oh, and the clip, that's what Marvel the, always does. Nobody wants to listen. I do. I listen to it all the time. Um, but it's the conversation that Scott and Kang have in that one thing where he's like, will you help me, Ant-Man? Like, it's that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, okay. okay. And again, I'm not going to say anything, even though it was spoiled in the Comic-Con trailer. So it has been out before. Oh, okay. Then... I think I know what why you're talking about. Okay, yeah, well, fuck it. We can talk about it. The, in the yeah. conversation, he goes, I'm an Avenger. You don't want to mess with me. And he uh, says, have I, have I killed you, you before? Yeah. And he's like, what? He was like, yeah. are you the one with the hammer? Ah. So, so, fucking, my man, my man nasty. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Um, all right, so we nasty. will have the nasty Jonathan Majors. Mm. All right, so we will have Such a villain. Yeah, oh God, he. Is, I'm telling you what, my man's coming in. Not February, I get Kang, uh, Creed, and March. Just be a bad guy. I'm the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we will have a review of Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then that review, I think we should do a non-spoiler spoiler discussion. And we could see okay. where we think it's going to go from that. But um, that should probably be out during the weekend after uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania comes out. But uh, Mr. Wonderful, plug your shit. Uh, Haunters Podcast, Roman Podcast Network. Go ahead, listen to all yeah. of it. I got the Mr. Wonderful yeah. Show with Will. It's all yeah. there on the Filming Podcast Network, baby. Awesome. Robert, plug your shit. The Reveal Rob Show. Fun times always to be had on that show, babies. Uh, I am also the first. They can never take it away from me. I'm in the record books. I am the champion. That is. And I will be defending that championship very soon. Against who? It doesn't matter who. 
I'm going to be defending it either way. <laughs> That's right. Joe Leon, you're going down. February 24th on Thrill Me's one-year anniversary stream. It's going to be a fun time. We're going to have wild topics. We have music. We're going to have a music video to play uh, on this said uh, stream and uh, a title match. I'm excited for this event, and it is going to be a uh, prototype for things to come. Just think Ooh. about that. But thank you for watching. Also, I'm Zach. I'm on Core Memory yeah. Unlocks. So I can report all that shit. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, guys. All right. So uh, thanks for watching. We'll catch you on the next special video of Ant-Man and the Wasp. What the mania, brother. Brother. Oh, yeah. Brother. <laughs>